My old friend Gordon Eads joins us. Gordon's covered the Red Sox for a million years and now is a Red Sox historian. Good afternoon, Gord. <laughs> hey, Steve. I guess I guess we could start counting in the millions, right? Well, it depends on you know how you view you know how you is it dog years? Is it real years? You know. There you go. The long Los Angeles Kings was a long time ago. Oh my goodness, that's like three lifetimes ago. You know, triple crown line, Marcel Dion. You know, fabulous. Good yeah, memory, so Steve. Back in the Ted Williams days, as I say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I always, you know, you know, when now in my role as historian, and and somebody will uh, call me and they'll ask about a game that Tris Speaker played in, or 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 Cy Young, and they'll ask me, "Did you cover that game?" And I go, "Come on, man, I haven't been around that long." Yeah, probably <laughs> Bob Ryan was probably there doing that before you. There you so. go. Yeah, there you go. Let me let me ask you about this team because. It's so impressive to watch. There's so many different parts. So many of the players are homegrown. What impresses you the most about this? Well, I, I think it, it's just the incredible consistency, Steve, that really began in, in spring training. I mean, nobody, nobody puts any, any uh, weight on, on spring training results, but the reality is that we hire Alex Cora as manager. Uh, the team wins 22 games in spring training. And then 17 out of their first 19 in the regular season. And you think, okay, they're going to come back to, down to earth uh, sooner than later. And, and essentially, they haven't. Uh, I mean, this is astonishing uh, uh, what's going on. You know it's a historic year when, when you're on a pace to win more games uh, than you ever have. And the year you won 105 was the year Fenway Park opened. That was 1912. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's just, uh, they've just been hitting on, on in, in every facet of the game. You know, they've, they've been getting the pitching, they've been getting the, the bullpen, they've been uh, playing outstanding defense, and, and they're hitting it with, with, with two legitimate MVP candidates and, and, and Mookie Betts and, and, uh, uh, J.D. Martinez, and and we're at a point right now where it seems like uh, Alex Cora can't do any wrong. Uh, I'll give you one great example from this weekend sweep over the Yankees. So first game, the Thursday night, Steve Pierce hits three home runs. Now, Pierce is here only to generally to play and start against left-handers. Well, Cora says, I'm not going to bench a guy who had three home runs the night before. So he puts him in the starting lineup Friday, even though it's against a righty. And Pierce hits another home run. So now he's got four home runs in two games. And Alex benches him the next day. And the guy who plays in his place, Keith Moreland, hits a home run. I mean, it's just, uh, that's the way it's been going this season. And I'm not sure Pierce hit four home runs in two years in Toronto. So just, just I mean, I, I can tell you this. I mean, the, the man only had five games in his career uh, where he hit two home runs. Uh, he never had a three-homer game. So, uh, uh, and, and I think he'd only made like a total of 11 starts in the three-hole in his career, and he's, and he's hitting in the three-hole for, for the Red Sox against the Yankees. I mean, go and, figure. And if you get a good quote out of him, you'll have gotten something that I never got. So <laughs> credit, credit to that. Um, yeah. Today's Mike Trout's birthday, and most people like to uh, assume, I guess is the right word, or just anoint Mike Trout as the best player in the American League, and the war numbers tend to tell you that. But if I'm voting MVP right now, I don't know how I don't vote Mookie Betts over Mike Trout. 
You know, it, it, you, I guess you and I are st- still have a little old school in us, and 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 I mean, I still feel that that uh, uh, how your team performs should be at least a factor in in the consideration of the MV, uh, MVP uh, balloting. Uh, because it isn't you're, you're not voting uh, player of the year, and and if I mean if if Mike Trout was head and shoulders over Mookie in every category, then I'd say okay, you know I, I guess you got to give it to him. But they're they're not. Uh, you know uh, Mookie's having a year that 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 compares very favorably to Trout, and uh, and he's doing it for for a team that uh, is well on its way to to winning a division. Now the flip side of that is. You know, how do you penalize a guy uh, because his team's not very good? And that Andre Dawson, who is a beloved character uh, in Montreal, you know, won an MVP for a last-place team, the Cubs, in, in 87. Uh, I get it, but uh, I think when all things are being equal, uh, yeah, I, I think Mookie should, uh, uh, should rank number one on, on a lot of people's ballots right now. So you look at this team and the number of wins they have, and you look at Houston and the number of wins they have, and you look at the Yankees with their injuries and still the number of wins they have and what Cleveland has. Do all these teams have all these wins because they're that great or because the rest of the league is that bad? Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, on, on the eve of this series with the Yankees, Brian Cashman uh, was quoted as saying, geez, you know, I wonder what Boston's record would be if they, if they played us every day. You know, which was the implication being that the Red Sox had had uh, had beaten up on on poor teams, and, and then we go ahead and and, and sweep the Yankees. Um, obviously, uh, there are more bad teams this year. There's no question. And and what's funny is, you know, we talk about teams tanking, but two of the worst teams in the American League uh, this year, the Orioles and the Royals, they weren't even trying to tank, Steve. Uh, you know, the Orioles came into this season thinking they were going to compete. Not, uh, neither were the Jays. Are, are they 27 games behind the Red Sox right now? Yeah. They you know, thought so, that they were going to be an 85-86 win team. Right. So, so uh, uh, I, I think it's, it, you know, there, there are times that, that you just have teams that, are, that have special seasons. And, and, I mean, Houston had a special season last year, and, and they're doing it again this year. And, you know, the, the thing that and, – and it's funny. I, I don't know if you, you follow me on Twitter, but uh, yeah, I got a lot of response yesterday when I suggested that, yeah, go ahead, people, celebrate this uh, sweep over the Yankees, but don't get too giddy. You know, things happen. And, and, you know, that's a lesson I learned, I think, uh, my very first year of covering baseball, I, I, I was part of the uh, coverage of the Dodgers in 1982, right? So in September, they went seven in a row to go up three and a half games with 14 to play, and then lost eight in a row, six by one run, three in extra innings. Joe Morgan hits a home run off Terry Forster, and, and they lose the, the division race. And, and I mean, I'll, I'll come up with an example a little closer to home. Now, our old friend, Jimmy Williams, he had your Blue Jays up three and a half games with seven to go in 1987, and they lost their last seven. I was they in... scored a total of 16 runs. Uh, you know, I mean, those memories don't go away, even though I know five years later the Blue Jays win the first of back-to-back World Series. But I was sent, uh, by the way, I was sent to the Dominican Republic that week 
to do features on the players on the Jays <laughs> families. George Bell? George Bell and Tony Fernandez and 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 uh, I forget. Tommaso Garcia was yeah. he on that team? Nelson Liriano was the second baseman, and I remember oh going to visit gosh. his parents in Punta Cana, um, <laughs> and. And I'd watch the game, and, and the bar, Blue Jays were hugely popular in Dominican. I'd watch the game in a bar at yeah. night, and they'd lose, and yeah. then they'd lose again. And, they, and these, this was all for the playoff sections, the special playoff yeah. sections that never yeah. never came to be. Of never course. saw the light, light of print, right, yeah. Steve? You know, batting, so that ended up being batting practice, you know, for you. So, and, and the thing is, uh, you know, what people hear, I mean, a couple of things. You know, one, the Yankees that, that were swept this weekend, uh, they're not the same team without Aaron Judge and, and, and Sanchez. I mean, that, that's a given. And the other thing that, that you got to – two other factors that, that you need to keep in mind. And you would think that Red Sox fans would have no trouble doing so, given that in 1978 blew a 14-game lead to the Yankees um, over the last couple of months of the season. And, and in 2011 uh, had a nine-game lead – uh, going into the last month of the season and went seven and twenty and missed the playoffs. So, you know, the Red Sox are going to play the Yankees six times in the last twelve games of the regular season. Things can happen, and you also have to be concerned about. Uh, every team has this concern. You know, the role that that injuries are going to play. I mean, right now Chris Sale is on the disabled list. Uh, we think it's minor. He's, he was an, originally going to uh, pitch against the Blue Jays. They pushed him back. Uh, uh, he's going to pitch this weekend against Baltimore. The assumption is he's fine. But what if he isn't? And, you know, I mean, Mookie Betts nearly got bean the other day. Uh, Bogarts had a wrist injury. Devers and Kinsler are, are on the disabled list right now. So you, you always have to be concerned about uh, the role injuries could play, too. I mean, does it look great? Sure. Uh you know, like like you mentioned, uh, the Red Sox can go play under 500 ball the rest of the way and 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 finish with 100 wins, which is mind-boggling. But uh, you so know, before uh, letting you go, we're running out of time here. But before letting you go, quick, where is David Price and how is he fitting in? Well, you know, I think he's having uh, uh, certainly a much better season than he did last year. I think the fact that that he pitched as well as he did against. The Yankees Sunday, where where that seemed to be the the uh, you know the big question mark around uh, uh, around prices, you know whether he was trying to duck the Yankees and and whether you know he caved against the Yankees. Uh, you know the Red Sox 